This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners, refuting error, cutting away everything that clutters up the human heart that we're not able to see and understand God's Word. And you ask the Lord for me, if you would, as we ride out every day, and uh, the, the, the things are seemingly tighter and harder than they ever get to go day by day. We run into more obstacles and, and more opposition here and there and yon. And Satan's always on the prowl and uh, going up and down the land seeking who he might devour. And so you pray for the old trailblazer, if you would. And we're bringing you this study on blood redemption now. Speaking of blood redemption in the, in the Old Testament. And in our last study, we saw uh, Cain as he came there to the, to the altar with his offering. It was a beautiful offering made up of the fruit of his hand, the work of his hand there. Come out of his, uh, he was a tiller of the land, a gardener, or a husbandman, they call him, uh, agriculturist or whatever. And he brought everything. He brought the best he had. That's what, that's what my folks do here. Some of them who are not saved, they bring, they do the best they can. They give of their substance. They, uh, they anything you need, they help, help with it. And they uh, read their Bible and study and they do everything they can in their own strength. And that's exactly what Cain did. He worked hard to raise that crop out there in the heat of the sun and uh, whatever the thing was back in those days, we don't know. But I believe he gave it all that he had, but that's what was wrong. He gave it all that he had. Now let's leave old Cain standing there at the door of the altar, uh, right there in front of the altar with his countenance falling, the Scripture says. In his state of rebellion, no doubt he was angry. The Lord did not send the fire down to uh, take up his offering. And uh, let's look back at Abel as he comes, comes down the road. We see him, what? Leading a lamb. Oh, my friend, what a, what a sight. Here he is with a lamb with a rope around his neck. He was gone. He had gone out there among his flock and selected one of the best ones or maybe the best ones. It had not a spot nor a blemish, and he leads that lamb up to the altar. There it stands. Can't you see it now? There it stands by Abel's side. In front of Abel uh, were the cherubims. There was the flaming sword turning every way to keep them from coming to the tree of life. There he stands. He looks upon the lamb, his sacrifice, and uh, he takes a wood, He's carried it up on his shoulder, lays it there on the altar. Quietly, he takes a lamb, binds it, lays it up on the wood in order there upon the altar. Then he lays his hand upon the head of the sacrifice. He confesses in the presence of Jehovah. Oh, let's listen. Lord, I'm a sinner. I have no righteousness. Have you ever thought about this, my friend, like this? I never had till I got to reading and studying and to asking the Lord to give me grace to be true to your soul. I always just thought, well, Adam, uh, he brought the lamb there and cut his throat and all that. But listen, let's go back and listen. Quietly he takes the lamb, binds it, lays it up on the wood, and then he lays his hands upon the head of that sacrifice. He confesses in the presence of Jehovah. Now let's listen in. Lord God, I'm a sinner. I have no righteousness. I have no holiness. I'm lost. I'm condemned to die. I'm under the sentence of death, and the wages of sin is death. I recognize that you're just. 
that you hate sin. I deserve to go to hell. I stand here in your presence. Look upon this sacrifice and be merciful to me, the sinner. Thou hast taught me that this sacrifice, this bloody lamb, typifies the coming Messiah, the Redeemer, who will take my place and who will die in my stead. This is my substitute. Oh, but my friend, have you did, did you did you catch that? Would you like me to go back and quote that once more? He takes the wood, he carried it up on his shoulder there, and he lays it up on the altar. He takes a lamb, binds it, lays it up on the wood, and he he lays his hand upon the head of the sacrifice. Confesses in the presence of God. Now, Lord, I'm a sinner. Have you ever done that, my friend? Have you ever taken the blame? You ask me what repentance is. A lot of times folks will write me, tell me, what, what is repentance, Pastor? You speak often of repentance. What is it? Taking the blame. Taking the blame. Here, here Adam took the blame. He said, Lord, I'm a sinner. I have no righteousness. Have you ever seen that you have no righteousness at all, my friend? Waken sinner. You've been struggling a long, long time trying to establish some sort of righteousness. And if you could, the Lord wouldn't accept it. He says, I have no holiness. You're not holy, my friend. You're just a, you're just a, a filthy sinner in the sight of God. I'm lost and condemned to die. Every soul who's walking around on top of God's green earth, if he's not saved, he's condemned to die. The scripture says it is a point under man wants to die. And after that, the judgment. Adam saw that. He said, I recognize that you are just and that you hate sin. And I deserve to go to hell. I stand here in your presence. That's where every sinner is, in the presence of God. Listen, you hate sin. Look upon, look upon this sacrifice. Look upon this sacrifice. There in the wilderness, during their wanderings, once a year, the just man would, would take the scapegoat and tie it and put his hands on his head, and the priest would confess the sins of that congregation, and it would hold off judgment for another year. And then that man would take that uh, goat into the wilderness so far that it would never come back. Just like Adam's uh, confessing his sins, over the sacrificial lamb so that they'll never come back. He says, look upon this sacrifice, O Lord, and be merciful to me, the sinner. Can I ask you, have you ever done that? Awakened sinner, have you ever done that? Lost sinner, have you ever done that? Unconcerned sinner, are you saved? Have you ever taken to your place? Have you ever held up the sacrifice, the sacrificial lamb, the typical offering there have you ever done that well i won't bow my knee to nobody i'm i'm I, I, blah. no no you have no righteousness whatsoever the scripture says there's none righteous no not one that ought to tell you my friend that ought to tell you if i could say so common sense ought to tell you that you need a a, a substitute just common plain old sense ought to you ought to recognize and I know that I'll get letters and emails from folks criticizing me for saying that because I know what the work of the Spirit is, and that's to reveal to you 
that you're a sinner. I know he must do that. But my friend, you got some sense, had you? You got some sense. Can't you recognize, especially if you've heard the gospel for all your life? Old Adam was standing there. He said, Thou hast taught me that this sick sacrifice typifies the coming Messiah. Now, I could say that to you. The gospel messages that are brought here day by day, week after week, year after year, they have taught you that the sacrificial lamb typifies the coming of the Lord, the Redeemer, who will take your place of that one who has died in your stead. And you could stand there and say, Lord, this is my substitute. That's what Adam did. He stood there with his hand on the head of that lamb, and he said, Lord, here's my substitute. Now his confessions are over. And Adam, Abel, I'm sorry, Adam, Abel, I've been calling him Adam, but it's Abel. He takes a knife and cuts that throat of that lamb. First of all, I want you to think about it. This is an innocent lamb. The lamb had done nothing. The lamb had no reason to be killed. He had no reason, no. Old Cain was standing over there to one side. They stand there and watch as the blood soaks into the wood, runs down upon the side of the altar. There are the stones that Adam had built, Abel had built. And the blood, Abel pleads the blood. Oh, Jehovah God, he says, I plead this blood for my sins. Have you ever done that? This is my substitute, he says. This is one dying for me. What happens? Fire comes down from heaven and devours that sacrifice. God accepts the sacrifice. God accepts the substitute. Abel saw the day of Christ and was glad. We see there in uh, Hebrews 11, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying to his gifts, and by it being dead, yet speaketh. Now here we saw, in plain words, there in God's word. Let me just say this. You don't believe God's word, you never will be saved. You spout off about it being just another book, all of those things. I've had people throw that in my face. Just another old book. Some old gray-headed man wrote, no, it was inspired. It was, it was written by those old men of God, but they were told what to say by the Holy Spirit. It's inspired, verbally inspired, unbroken. And my friend, if you don't believe it, if you won't have it, you'll never be saved. You make fun of, of my bringing you this description here of Adam, of Abel putting his hand on the lamb and confessing his sins. Oh, my friend, Abel. Abel had heard the gospel, just like Cain had, just like many of, <coughs> many of my congregation have heard the gospel. Many have, have come to the knowledge of their sins and have, have come to Christ as a sinner. Many have stood outside, so to speak, and, and will not have it, just like Cain. Just like we're going to see. I often say, you know what? Humanly speaking, you and I, Cain and Abel, were, uh, were brothers. Cain and Abel were brothers. Don't you know, don't you know if Cain would have said, Brother, let me have one of them lambs. Let me go out there into the pasture and catch up one of them lambs. I saw what happened to yours. 
He didn't do that. He got mad. He got mad, my friend. We're going to see that in the next study. But would you just think about your soul? Has your soul ever been under the blood? Has your sins under the blood? We, I told you we had that song, Under the Blood. Under the blood of Jesus, safe in the shepherd's fold. Under the blood of Jesus, safe though the ages roll. Safe though the storms may roll. All of those things. My friend, are you safe? Are you S-A-F-E or S-A-V-E-D? Oh, I had a man tell me one day, he said, we're only S-A-F-E until we get to heaven. Then we're S-A-V-E-D. Oh, my friend, he was one of them fellas that thought you were saved today and lost tomorrow. But I, my heart went out to him. I just I just praise the Lord for the gospel, the truth of God's word. Would you get your Bible down, blow the dust off of it tonight and read it? Bring it to church with you when you go to church on Sunday and uh, get familiar with what it says. It says Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. Have you ever been lost? Could I ask you, have you ever been lost? The old trailblazer once was lost. Now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. And I tell you what, I see my time's about up. And uh, also, I want to tell you how much I appreciate each one of you writing and let me know what station you're listening to. And keep on doing that, if you will. You don't just have to write or call one time. And then I asked you to help me with the, help me with the broadcast. Dig up that old coffee can. Man wrote me the other day and said, I dug that old can up and here's $20. Well, pray for me. Would you do that? Pray for me that I might go on. Old Trailblazer is getting, uh, getting on up there. Lord, keep me going. And remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. But look at my website. Go down and look at my website, radiomissions.org. And scroll around there, and you'll find a picture of the old Trailblazer and much other stuff. But good, goodbye, and God bless you.